Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 676, air date July 23rd, 2020. People joining us right now on um, YouTube, Facebook, as well as Twitter. So let's see what's going on there. People are coming in. All right. All right. While people are coming in, um, hope everyone's had a good day. I've been extremely busy, as uh, people know, on the campaign trail. And as I promised you, my goal is to do videos uh, each night um, on different things that you can do to boost the immune system. That's what we're going to talk about today. So uh, people are coming in. Um, so on Instagram, um, if you want to follow the slides, I have quite a bit of slides. You can watch them on YouTube or you can be watching them on Facebook or on Twitter because um, I can't be doing slides at the same time. So we're gonna have people uh, log in. Uh, people are coming in from Fort Myers, Florida. We have some people from Cape Cod, Arizona, Trinidad. Uh, it's good to see all the people coming in. Um, let's see, uh, who else? Arkansas, uh, Dallas, Milton, Pennsylvania, um, Idaho, Alabama, where else? New York City. Canada, Thailand, Philippines, good to have you. Florida, Connecticut, California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, England, great to have you. It's getting late there, I'm sure Philadelphia, Boston, Chicago, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kauai, Bhavana Chavla, great to have you. Uh, love, uh, beautiful place. Trinidad again, Ontario, Canada. So as people are logging in, um, uh, Part of one of the things that I think we need to focus on that's good for whether it's virus or whatever the flavor of the day is, but more importantly, what is good for your immune system? Because what, when you boost up your immune system, you support many, many different other subsystems in your body. If you think about it, the immune system is fundamentally like the operating system of your body. So we'll discuss that. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background of, of the uh, approach we take in doing this. Um, we'll also talk about a systems approach. As you know, one of my major goals is to educate people on a systems approach to health and well-being. And a systems approach means, you know, simply put, the ankle bone is connected to the foot bone. You have to look at, you have to connect the dots, and from that you can know the truth. Uh, the typical newscasters on uh, TV or radio, the typical people who are uh, unfortunately good meaning MDs, they don't take a systems approach. Uh, obviously the lawyers and lobbyists cherry pick stuff. So I wanna really emphasize a broad overview here is that we wanna take a systems approach to looking at pretty much anything in life. Uh, you can obviously apply that to the body and the when you look at the immune system, that's one of the fundamental elements or the fundamental systems of your entire body. So we'll be talking about that and then we'll go right into talking about the power of garlic uh, before this, a couple of days ago, I did turmeric. Uh, you can go see that video. And then before that, that I did the power of negative ions, things like going to the beach, right, or going to nature, that these negative ions really, really support your immune system. Then we talked about turmeric. So today, we're going to talk about garlic, all right? So let me, uh, to those of you uh, new to what we do, or some of you, uh, just as a update, I'd like to share with you uh, start with letting everyone know that I'm running for U.S. Senate, as you may know. We've done a lot of cool things for our website. So those people on Instagram, you can go to Shiva for Senate. So when you go to Shiva for Senate, obviously on the right side, those of you, uh, whether you're outside of the United States or inside of the United States or inside Massachusetts, you got to tell everyone September 1st, September 1st this year is one of the most important dates. That's when the primary election is. I'm running as a Republican and anyone who is either unaffiliated with a no party Republican can vote in that election. We must win that election for truth, freedom and health. There's never been a candidate like me, someone very much like you who works for a living, who's a scientist and inventor who creates ever run for frankly public office. Uh, the three other people I'm running against are all lawyers and we know what lawyers are all about. They're just about themselves. They're about creating problems and promoting problems. So, uh, that's one thing you need to know. So let everyone know September 1st. Now, if you go to our website, we constantly update it. Um, I, I want to play for all of you 
um, the key video that we have. And those of you on Instagram, I'm going to play it up loud so you can all hear it. Um, let me tweak up the uh, microphone here. So this is a video that I did, which is really about our campaign. I'd be running for United States Senate. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, entrepreneur and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are black, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14 year old, I created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in America or India to have us fighting each other while they were safe in their gated communities with their lawyers by their side. I'm a fighter. I fought racism, exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed in 2016. Americans rose up against the establishment. We remembered we had all left a world of injustice to come to America to make a better life. We realized lawyers, academics, and politicians, elites, Clintons, Romneys, Kennedys, Obamas, Bushes, black and white, had hijacked America. They gave bailouts to their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption, and racism, dividing black and white, killing us, fear-mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food, and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them, another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage who will put everything on the line for you. It's time to fight and win back America. That's why I'm running for U.S. Senate. This race is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers who get them off crimes. They never can represent us. What America needs is digital rights. We need citizen science. We need real health with no middlemen. We don't have time. We must do it now. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time we make America great for all of us. Vote for Dr. Shiva Ayadure on September 1st. So I hope that was valuable. So if you want to go see that video, that's up there. But that's really the guts of our campaign, truth, freedom and health. And most of you already know that. So when you get the chance, please go to the website and you can uh, share that video with all your friends, et cetera. It's a really important video. In two minutes, we really tell what the core of our campaign, your campaign is. So when you um, the other thing I want to point out is when you're on that campaign site, you can you're also uh, more than welcome to also donate to the campaign. You can also volunteer. And we've done a really cool thing on the campaign. Again, those of you wrestling on Instagram, you can go to a section on the campaign now we put up called issues. Everyone said, Dr. Shiva, can you do short videos? So this is our issues. You can scroll down through here. We have truth, freedom, and health. And uh, let me just go over here. And you can see all the little really cool videos that we have here. Uh, alternative medicine, what my position is, environment, free speech, homeschooling, et cetera. So please go enjoy these videos. They're small issue videos that will really tell you what, what I stand on all different uh, uh, policies, et cetera. And then finally, everyone is encouraged to donate to the campaign, whatever you can. Uh, but those of you who support the campaign, um, you're also eligible to get access to a really cool tool that I've created called Your Body, Your System. But And, and it's based on a uh, framework that I've created to really help you understand the science of systems. It's called System and Revolution. System and Revolution is a great book. It's sort of 40 years of knowledge distilled down into one book, about 100 pages. You can read it, but it'll teach you system science and it'll teach you the dynamics of systems and you can apply it to understand your body, any system, any political system, engineering system, etc. And then I also give you access to a really cool tool called Your Body, Your System. Now remember, you must be a citizen of the United States to donate to a federal campaign. I know some of you have asked, hey, I, I want to still get access to that tool. Those of you can go literally to yourbodyyoursystem.com. And your body, your system takes the theory in your in, excuse me, system and revolution, and you can apply it through this really cool software tool. You answer a set of questions and it figures out what kind of system you are based on the forces of transport that's on the top conversion and storage. And we'll come back to this as we talk about garlic. So 
the red dot is who you are. And then you can figure out how you, you get imbalances and moving you away from you, which is a black dot. And the goal of health is for you to come back to you, which what we call in, in Western uh, science or system science, homeostasis. And the way you can do that is through different inputs. You can correct yourself, different foods, exercises, you know, supplements, et cetera. But the important thing is different foods actually can move that black dot closer to the red dot uh, or away from it. And you'll also learn how garlic from the Eastern and the system side does that too, as I discuss you know, this framework of understanding garlic also from a standpoint of system science. Um, people are saying that, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, I guess, um, people trying to control me on uh, Twitter and Facebook, but, you know, we do what we can, we move forward. Uh, again, those of you on Instagram, you can go right to, um, you can watch the slides. I'm going to go into the slides. So let me jump into the slides. And today's talk, again, as I mentioned, is about garlic. Garlic, some people consider the king of herbs for immune boosting. Uh, and then people consider uh, onion the queen. All right, so let's start and let's jump right in to the slide presentation I put together uh, for you. So let's let's go right here. And again, we're gonna talk about garlic. And one of the things I wanna share with you is that a little bit of background. Uh, by the way, people wanna learn more about the other things I do. I mean, I run for Senate, but I also am a practicing, full-time practicing scientist. I run several companies. Uh, those of you know, I created the first email system. If you go to vashiva.com, it'll talk about that. I'm running for Senate. But one of the tools that I've created out of my PhD work is a tool called Cytosolve. And um, by the way, this was the article that came out, which created a lot of quote unquote controversy because of facts that I invented email, which was a system. We're not talking about simple exchange of messages bothered some people because I did it before I came to MIT. But the facts are the facts. And obviously, as I said, you can go to the website for Shiva for Senate. But Cytosolve is one of my newest inventions, which literally allows us to eliminate the need for animal testing because we can literally model different diseases, different molecular functions on the computer long before we go into the lab, long before we test on animals. And the reason that this technology evolved was that when you look at the methodology that it takes to create a single drug in the current pharmaceutical model, takes 15 years, they have to kill a lot of animals, the products come out with side effects, and a lot of their stuff only works for a very small percentage of the population. And you can see this way that pharma does it, every year they spend more and more money on R&D and they're finding less and less new drugs. That's the purple line, the orange line is how much you're spending. This is why they wanna move into vaccines because vaccines are low risk. You can't really sue vaccine companies, vaccine manufacturers. And the other thing is, there's no real as much regulations as pharmaceuticals. Um, but when we really want to understand all of this, we want to take a systems approach to medicine. And as many of you know, this curve here, if you haven't seen it before, really talks about, you notice it starts in 1993 and the curve comes down. And what it shows is that when we started the genome project, we had a non-systems way, just like drug companies do looking at the body. We thought, a human being must have more genes than a worm or worm. We knew had around 20,000 genes in 1993. So when the genome project started, we said, wow, a worm must have at least, you know, I mean, a human being must have at least a million genes. Well, it turns out we only have 20,000 genes, okay? So which means just because you have, uh, you're an organism, a complex organism, complexity is not a function of the number of parts. It's really about the connections. So this led to the field called systems biology, which said, if you want to understand the whole human being, it's not just the genes, we have to connect many of the parts across that. And in 2007, one of the goals was, uh, 2003, one of the challenges the National Science Foundation put, put forward was, imagine you have the cell, the whole cell, could you mathematically model all the chemical reactions on the computer? You know, basically documenting all the reactions and interconnecting them and then mathematically uh, modeling it, just like how people do it when they build airplanes or cars, they do it on the computer. This was seen as an impossible problem. I took that on as my PhD work. And basically the idea is if you see a molecular pathway, there are these little ball and stick diagrams. If you could convert them to models and then link the models together, and that's what I propose with Cytosolve. Instead of trying to solve a big problem, you break it up into small problems. And then I created some very cool technology which allowed us to integrate systems of molecular pathways.
So um, as a part of that, let me just make sure people are also awake on Facebook. Yes, we are. Okay. So as a part of that, um, I invented Cytosolve. I spent about, you know, 10 years doing that, publishing papers, then created a company around it. But my goal is we help lots of very cool natural products companies figure out how natural products work. Um, and um, we publish a paper on it. But what we have the ability to do is for any topic, let's say we're looking at garlic and its effect on the immune system, we have the ability to take all those papers, distill it, extract out the molecular mechanisms, and from those mechanistic understanding, mathematically model them and connect the dots. So what Cytosol really allows us to do is to not just before we jump into killing animals, before we go into the wet lab, you know, the physical lab, on the digital side, we can get all the papers, interconnect them, and see how the combinations of compounds work. We're gonna see that garlic is, it's an herb, but it's a very powerful herb. It's got many, many different compounds in it. And by the way, this is how we build airplanes, right? We don't simply throw a pilot in a pilot and say fly off or do wind tunnel testing. We do everything on the computer. We figure out our, all of our mistakes and then we go to do physical testing. So by way of example, if you wanna think about it, uh, here's a simple example. Uh, if you wanna look at, uh, you know, in traditional systems of medicine, people would combine herbs. Um, well, how did they do that? What was the science of it? Is there a poem? Uh, oh, Facebook audio and video are not working? Interesting. That is really interesting. Let me see if people can hear me here. Can everyone hear me here? People are saying Facebook is not working. That is really, it's not him, it's Facebook. Facebook has a problem loading live, they're saying. Um, it is, so is that with me or is it anyone on Facebook, guys? Is there something going on with Facebook? Let me see what people are saying. Let me see. Uh, I'm, I'm viewing it on Facebook. One second, see what's going on. Let's see. Sorry, we're having trouble playing this video, it says. That's interesting. I wonder if Facebook is, wonder uh, what's going on. Um, so those of you who are having problems on Facebook, please go to YouTube or you can go to my Twitter, VA underscore Shiva. That's what I'm wondering. There's so few people online right now. I'm really terribly sorry. I don't know what's going on. It should be going live to Facebook. It says it, it is. Um, I'm not sure if someone's changed the password or something's happened. Uh, did Jen tell you that, Venu? No, I need it. Oh, under did. Okay. Can you ask Jen? Ask Jen. But anyway, I'm going to continue. We'll post this back on Facebook regardless. Sorry about that, but let everyone know. Um, I grew up, okay, uh, we'll just continue. So as I was saying, so when you look at um, combinations of herbs, for example, imagine you're having, as I, uh, uh, you know, you're having a curry meal with eating some curried food and you're also having red wine. Well, the curry typically has an herb called turmeric. And by the way, what we can do is we can take the active ingredient in turmeric and we can model all the inflammatory processes. What you're seeing here is curcumin, which is the active ingredient in turmeric, and you can see all the molecular reactions taking place here. This is the outer cell wall, this is the nuclear wall, and what we've done is using cytosol, we've taken all those molecular reactions, connected them together, and then we're seeing all the ways curcumin, which is an active ingredient in curry, interacts. Then we're looking at the active ingredient in red wine, which is resveratrol, and we're seeing where that interacts, and then we can see what happens when you take both of them together. Um, and here we're looking at a in inflammatory marker. So if you look at the far right column, the lower that is, which means you have less inflammation, your body, you know, the immune system is being modulated. So no curcumin, no resveratrol, we have high inflammation. I just give curcumin, it goes down to 0.05 as you notice. I just give resveratrol, it goes down. And I, and I do a combination of both. This is what's fascinating. I reduce the amount of curcumin by 40%. I reduce the amount of resveratrol by 60%. But guess what? This goes down even more than just 0.05 or 0.06. So this is the kind of stuff Cytosol is able to do. So let's talk about garlic. So when we looked at garlic, garlic, the name is Allium sativum. And it's, it's what, you know, I just had, you know, I made some lamb curry, use garlic and onions. You know, people have been using this for thousands of years, uh, 5,000 years, you know, 
Uh, garlic dates back to nearly 2700 BC in ancient China, Sumeria, India, and Egypt. And the medicinal effects of garlic are attributed, and we're going to talk about it, to the organic sulfur compounds. Organic sulfur compounds, that's what we're talking about. And now, if you look at garlic, you know, a drug is typically just one chemical, right? That's why they call it a drug. It's typically a synthetic chemical. But garlic is not just one, you know, a compound. It's actually about 105 chemical compounds and includes minerals, includes vitamins, it includes what are called saponins, as well as phenolic compounds. And it also includes some volatile compounds known as organosulfur compounds. Now, the minerals in garlic include things like manganese, zinc, selenium, ger uh, germanium, and the vitamins are A, C, which we've talked about before, very important for supporting and modulating the immune system, B1, B2, B3, and B6. And it also contains some very uh, powerful flavonoids, rutin, quercetin, you know, and arangin. And then the saponin, it contains, contains their, uh, you know, erubicide B and beta uh, chlorogenin, okay? So these are the different compounds. And then when it comes to the volatile compounds, these are the things that really give um, garlic its power, we call organosulfur compounds. And there's about 33 of these organosulfur compounds and they, and they constitute about two to 3% of fresh garlic. Now, you can see the chemical structures here. There's two classes. One class is known as L-cysteine sulfoxides and the other one is gamma glutamyl and glutamyl L-cysteine peptides. So you can see the structures here on the left side here. Um, now, what's really interesting is if you know in traditional cultures, people always take the garlic, you know, and they'll smash it or they'll grind it. Now, the important reason for, for this is uh, allium, which is s allyl cysteine sulfoxide, which is what you see up on the left here. Uh, that's a major organosulfur compound in garlic. But when you chop it, you crush it or you chew it, the allium is converted to allicin, right? Allicin. So um, that's what you need to be aware of. That's why the crushing of it, the mechanical action, converts it to allicin, which um, has three very important metabolites. One of them is SAMG, or also known as S-allyl-mercaptoglutathione. Uh, We've heard of glutathione before. SAMC, which is S-allyl-mercaptocysteine. And it also has SAC, which is S-allyl-L-cysteine. So you can see, but the important thing is you have to crush it. That mechanical action converts it into this very powerful and usable form, allicin, which has the, the medicinal benefits. So uh, when people crush, this is, comes from traditional cultures, okay? Now, there are three major areas um, uh, garlic is very, very important in. At a high level, cardiovascular health It's known as an antihypertensive, anti-arteriosclerotic, and anti-thrombotic. Uh, very good for cardiovascular health. On the cancer side, it's pro-apop. Uh, apoptotic. What does that mean? When people get cancer, what's happening is certain cells that are supposed to die, what's, when they're supposed to die, that's called cell death, which is known as apoptosis. They don't die. So part of cancer treatment is they try to make sure apoptosis takes place, which is cell death. So um, as you can see, garlic helps in that area. The second thing is it's an immunotherapeutic. It really supports immune system. So speaking about that, there's really six different ways that garlic supports immune system. First of all, it's antibacterial, okay, bacteria, antifungal, antiparasitic and antiviral. Remember the four types of pathogens, uh, bacteria, fungi, parasites, and viruses. So garlic hits all those four things and we're gonna get into detail about it. The other thing is, you know, when people are talking about the coronavirus, people are talking about the cytokine storm, remember, the pathogens are not what kill you. It is a weakened and dysfunctional immune system's overreaction, where that overreaction starts attacking tissue. This is what Fauci is not talking about. This is what CDC is not talking about. Frankly, this is not what most MDs talk about. They're more into, because of their unfortunate medical training, which tries to golden handcuff them, they're basically taught to force vaccinations, force masks. But the reality is we want to modulate that immune system. Think about you're driving an old car and you hit a bump and it goes up and down and you hurt yourself. Well, that's sort of what a unfettered, weakened immune system is. But 
When you have good shock absorbers, things come in, your system modulates itself. So garlic is also a very powerful immunomodulator. The other thing is it's a very powerful anti-inflammatory, like turmeric we talked about, all right? So quick review, the model of the immune system that frankly, um, incompetent at best, you know, fake science people like Fauci use or, or probably that's all he focuses on. Um, you know, I know he's spending a lot of time right now throwing balls at the first baseball game he's getting ready to throw at or being on the cover because of the fire Fauci campaign we ran. He's running around with his Hollywood people trying to resurrect his brand. But the model of the immune system he talks about or he's basically trained in is this two compartment model. Pathogen comes in, your innate immune system turns on, which is that part of your immune system, which is the front facing immune system that really interacts with the pathogen, right? It's the, um, it's your stuff in your eyes and mucosa in your mouth, your nose, your respiratory system, your skins, everything that's open to the environment. And that's the innate immune system. And when a pathogen comes here, your body has a whole set of cells, macrophages and neutrophils, which try to take it out. They're like the Marines. And then in this, old two compartment model of the immune system. The next phase is the adaptive immune system, which is Navy sharpshooters, which tries to take out that pathogen with an antibody. And the, perp and, and the model of vaccines is we're gonna subvert the innate immune system. We're gonna inject something right into your uh, uh, adaptive immune system to elicit antibodies. And if you have it, you're great. Well, it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, in the recent, um, talk I gave at the National Science Foundation, which I was asked to give the prestige lecture, I gave the talk of the modern architecture of the immune system. And it's not just these two boxes, it's much more complicated. One of the pieces you have is the interferon system, that orange box in the middle, which connects the innate and the adaptive systems together, okay? It's a missing link. I, my PhD work was on this. and But the important thing is, separate from the antibody system, the interferon system has the ability when a virus comes in, over thousands of genes are turned on and your body gets ready to fight many other viruses. So this is important. This is not even in the discussion. Everyone talks about antibodies, antibodies, antibodies. It's a very reductionist way of looking at the body. Your body actually has many other subsystems like the interferon system, which allows it to get stronger and resilient. It's your body wants exposure to viruses so it can get stronger. That's a natural way. And your body has a very powerful other subsystem called the microbiome environment. You have about six trillion cells. However, you have nearly six tr uh, 60 trillion bacteria in your gut, in your mucosa, et cetera. And you have about 380 trillion virus. We're a walking germ factory and we coexist with them. And when they're in certain proportions, which you're only starting to understand, you have homeostasis, what's known as health. And this microbiome environment system also communicates to your brain. So if you wanna think about it, your lower gut is your brain and your upper gut's your brain. People call it, and it's connected by the gut-brain axis. So bottom line, to say that everyone should get a vaccine, the same set of vaccines using this two compartment model is fake science. This one reveals to us that the body's much more complicated. This is why science, particularly the biological sciences starting in 2003 is promoting the concept of personalized and precision medicine the right medicine for the right person at the right time, okay? Now, when we look at the health benefits of garlic relative to the immune system, garlic's organosulfur compounds modulate immune cells. That's one thing that they do. So your, 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 your immune system's modulated. And as well as the immune cell cytokines in both the adaptive as well as the innate um, through two mechanisms, the antioxidant properties, because these organosulfur compounds have antioxidative uh, properties. When your body's under attack, it starts creating a lot of what are called oxidizing species, reactive oxygen species, and garlic modulates that. And it also modulates the inflammatory compounds in your body. The second thing is garlic has been shown through many, many papers um, to have compounds which mitigate allergy. Remember when people get allergies, by the way, growing up when I was a kid in India, I never heard of allergies. It's quite interesting. And but in fact, after I came here is when I first heard of kids having allergies, but this has become almost that it's normal. And many people would, would, are now understanding that allergies themselves are dysfunctional immune system or the immune system overreacting. Uh, we'll talk about compounds called histamines. The other piece is uh, garlic's organosulfur compounds also mitigate several diseases as we talked about cardiovascular disease, 
They help burn up fat, obesity, gastric ulceration, and cancer through the modulation of the immune system. So let's talk about um, the innate immune system. So what you see here is you see the organosulfur compounds and they have the ability to really promote the proliferation of the innate immune cell. So they really help more of the military, the marine forces come out. One of them is called the natural killer cells and K cells, also what are called the you know gamma delta T cells and also mac macrophages. And these three cells, uh, garlic really fuels them. And those, the proliferation of those innate immune cells serve four purposes. One of them is antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. So, but it's important to understand that garlic definitely supports that innate immune system by having this three-part effect, okay? It supports NK cells, the, the gamma delta T cells, and the macrophages. The next thing is garlic also affects the adaptive immune system. And it does this in a very cool way. Uh, the garlic compound uh, such as adjoene, A-J-O-E-N-E, promotes the activation of a very powerful anti-inflammatory cytokine called IL-10. So that's an anti-inflammatory cytokine. Not all cytokines are bad. IL-10 is needed uh, for the proliferation of um, Th2 cells, which are also anti-inflammatory cells. So IL-10, you know, supports the proliferation of Th2 cells, but the key word to take away is anti-inflammatory. And those Th2 cells stimulate the pro uh, proliferation of antibody-producing beta cells to produce IgA. And IgA is an antibody, okay, which plays a crucial role in the immune function of the mucous membrane. So if you think about it, it's a cascade. The organosulfur compounds initiate Th2. Th2 uh, supports, um, I'm sorry, uh, IL-10. IL-10 supports Th2. Th2 supports the, uh, uh, stimulates the proliferation of IgA, which is an antibody. So that's why they say, um, you know, garlic uh, literally has these antibiotic properties. The other thing is we talked about, the third thing is, um, you know, among that entire complex immune system, you don't want the body overreacting. You want to modulate all of this. You want shock absorbers. So the two of the ways that the body controls that is that these organosulfur compounds, um, there's a very important enzyme called ERK1 slash two that's involved in inflammatory signaling, which means it drives inflammation and garlic inhibits that enzyme. The other thing that garlic does is at the DNA level, it actually inhibits the transcription of NF-kappa-beta. NF-kappa-beta, if you read the literature, it's one, um, it's one of the most, in, um, uh, that's uh, responsible for inflammatory genes that cause a cytokine storm, right? So if you look at the chemicals, when you hear, hear the term cytokine storm, here's sort of a couple of five different chemicals that get upregulated in the body, TNF-alpha, IL-1-beta, um, IL-12, IL-6, and MCP-1. So what's happening is that you can see in the diagram on the left is garlic literally is inhibiting the cytokine storm and it's stopping ERK12, which really um, stops the inflammatory signaling. Again, really, really powerful. This is all from those organosulfur compounds. The next piece is we've talked about modulating allergy. Look, when people get allergies, histamines are these chemicals that have been implicated in antigen-specific allergy response. My mom, for example, if she had a little bit of shrimp, she would have this huge allergic response. Now, in many traditional cultures, many meats, most proteins like the shellfish, etc., they cause a histamine response. So in traditional cultures, they always use garlic and onions. We'll talk about onions tomorrow. But garlic, in my view, was used to combine with food because most foods, if you take some traditional theory a food, most traditional systems of medicine will say pretty much everything in nature has poisonous stuff around it to protect itself. Plants do, all these kinds of things. And the goal of existence is to learn how to be a good alchemist. How do you combine things so you can consume it? So nothing is bad or good. You know, for far too long, we have all these diet gurus coming out saying, eat this, don't eat this, eat this. Well, traditional cultures learn how to do combination. And what you realize is that when you use garlic in cooking, it really mitigates, you know, the allergic response 
which is caused by the production of histamines in the basophil. So if you have the basophil cells, when you have an allergic response, histamines cause that allergic response and garlic really shunts that off. So that's something that really, really important to remember. That's why, again, I wanna emphasize people who, who eat you know, certain classes of proteins, fish, et cetera, in most of the Indian food or Chinese food or many, particularly Indian food, you'll notice garlic is always used along with meats. And then in closing, what I wanna look at is when you really look at it, um, garlic also modulates a number. Remember, I, I wanna emphasize this, the immune system is literally like the operating system. This is my view of this. So if you have your Android or you have your iPhone or your Mac, there's an operating system in there, iOS, right? If you have, or the Android operating system. Well, above that operating system, you have apps running. Western medicine loves to create you know, the disease of the day. And once you create a disease, you can create big research organizations and you can create specialties. Then you can actually create individual drugs. In traditional systems of medicine, it is said that all disease is one disease and that one disease has one cure, which is typically food. And when you're, when you're off food, but if you look at garlic as supporting the immune system, well, the immune system modulates many other subsystems above it or apps, if you wanna use the iOS. So one of them is things what we call gastric or colorectal pancreatic cancer. Well, garlic supports that function, you know, really alleviates that because allicin from garlic induces apoptosis, which is cell death, because in cancer, the cells are not dying as they should be. And that's through what's called the J and K pathway activation and um, uh, from mitoc mitochondrial translocation. The second thing is aged garlic e extract has been shown to increase the cytotoxicity, which means the ability for T cells um, to go and target the cancer cells. So garlic, very, very powerful uh, a nutrient for uh, pancreatic cancer, colorectal, gastric. Now, when I uh, grew up uh, in traditional cultures in the villages, you know, once a week, you would get a concoction of lots of garlic. Now, you have to be careful. You don't want to take too much to hurt your gut, but garlic is very powerful. In my case, right when I feel a cold coming on or sore throat, what I do is I take as, as much of this garlic, I can a whole bulb, cut it up, get a little bit of ghee, fry it, in the ghee as much as I can chopped up and I take, get a nice piece of, you know, whatever uh, sourdough bread, toast it and put us all that garlic and I eat it. It's like literally a garlic sandwich and it's never failed me in knocking out a cold because I'm supporting the innate immune system right up front. But you got to do it in that time frame. If you wait too long, you're sort of screwed. So that's one thing. The second thing is, as I talked about, garlic supports the cardiovascular system. And um, garlic promotes what are called antioxidants as well as anti-inflammatory environment, which are extremely important for lowering arteriosclerosis and hypertension. Again, you don't have to believe me on this. There's thousands of papers written on this, thousands. And it's unfortunate that, that the CDC doesn't really talk about it. All they wanna talk about is vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. Now, when it comes to obesity, this is very powerful. Garlic actually modulates um, what they call LGCI, low-grade inflammation. We actually have a paper coming out on low-grade inflammation that's coming out in a couple of months. But it reduces by reducing what's called IL-6, MCP1 and 2, which are in pre-adipocytes. Adipocytes are the cells that you know create fat tissue. And what garlic does, it, it modulates that so you keep that under control, right? Very good for uh, stopping you know, or modulating obesity. And the last one is gastric ulceration. It's been shown that garlic oil can lower ulceration by lowering oxidative stress and pro-inflammatory cytokines such as IL-10 and 12. So you can see garlic has many, many benefits, but I wanna emphasize all of those subsystems are related to the immune system. Now, how much should you take? Many of you always write to me, how much should I take? Well, a maintenance dose is about four grams of fresh garlic or about 100 milligrams of dried garlic. The dried garlic has obviously more potency. Uh, four grams of fresh garlic is around 4,000 milligrams. And for cardiovascular benefits, read at all in their paper that came out a couple of years ago in 2016, they said around 1,200 to 2,400 milligrams of aged garlic extract once a day. Now, if you go, you can find at, you know, at these health food stores, the aged garlic, they don't smell 
but that's that 1200 to 2400 milligrams. And for immunomodulation, the shock absorber effect, you're looking at around 25 milligrams of aged garlic extract. And that's from Percival in 2016. So um, again, all of this is extremely well-researched. It's a well-researched plant, nearly 14,000 as of yesterday, 70, 790, almost uh, 14,790 research articles, 246 clinical trials, and over 233 years of scientific research, okay? So this goes back to the 1800s from, from a Western science standpoint. So um, again, I find it interesting that none of this is, is in, the, in the national discourse as we're talking about how to modulate the immune system, we have this very, very powerful food. Now, if, if you remember, I've talked about, you know, the power of the immune system and how your body is a system. Let me just go back to this for a second. If you remember, I talked about the, um, let me just uh, stop one second. And I wanna share with you the, what I was sharing earlier, which is your body, your system. Now, your body, your system, in 2007, when I finished my PhD, I actually took time off. I went back to India on my Fulbright and was really trying to understand what were these Eastern systems of medicine. And the big discovery I made was I discovered that the Eastern systems of medicine are really an engineering system. And where they found out that the body is governed by three, if you want to say, quote unquote, forces, the forces of movement, transport, the forces of conversion, you know, converting A to B, and the forces of storage or structure. So for example, when you run and you move or you talk, that's the forces of transport. When you do digestion, that's the forces of conversion. The, when you, your bones and the structural elements are your forces of storage. And so what you can do is you can use your body, your system. By the way, all of you who support the campaign, when you donate, you can get access to the book, you know, System and Revolution, and you also get access to the software. And those of you outside of the United States, please go, you can go directly to your body, your system. But you'll notice that when you do the analysis, your body has a certain state where it likes to be. And the black dot is where it's deviated from. And the goal, the alchemy or the art of using food and exercise to bring your black dot to, for you to maintain homeostasis. So there's no one diet that's right for everyone. This too is nonsense. And you have, uh, frankly, a lot of charlatans out there. They do this diet, this diet, this diet, and you'll see the big publishing house will promote them for nine months. They'll make their name. They'll be on Dr. Oz and they disappear. This is their sort of life cycle. But the real reality is that there's many ways for you to achieve homeostasis. And so when you're getting back to garlic, what you find is that garlic, if you look at it from an engineering Eastern, mixed Eastern and Western science, what you find out is that garlic has this very interesting property that if you look at transport conversion storage, it stabilizes transport. So it doesn't really do much on the transport element, but look what it does. It increases conversion, it helps digestion. Now, if you already have a very good, powerful metabolism, which means you don't wanna increase it too much, okay? So you have to be careful how much garlic you take. And then if you have a lot of storage or structure, you know, you're putting on fat, garlic helps lower that. You see, so it actually matches. If you look at the Eastern engineering systems approach, and what I just shared with you, you notice that garlic reduces obesity. That's what storage is. It increases digestive properties and it stabilizes transport. That's why this is so cool. So you can understand it from the molecular system standpoint, as I've done with the cytosol analysis, or you can understand it from the system's health standpoint. But in summary, the key takeaways are garlic activates your immune system. Okay. In multiple ways, you're innate, you're adaptive. It also inhibits those inflammatory enzymes like ERK1 slash 2 and, and, and to really reduce the cytokine storm. So you're really supporting your immune system. You're strengthening it, right? So you don't overreact. Garlic also mitigates allergic reactions. And then finally, garlic has many other effects on other, you know, what I call other supportive or uh, related subsystems, gastric ulceration, cardiovascular disease, metabolic diseases, and cancer. Okay, so let me, uh, I hope this has helped, but I think the key thing that I'm doing these talks on as a part of our campaign for US Senate is that I find myself in a very uh, fortunate position. The other three idiots I'm running against, that's who they are. One is Malarkey, who's been in, in the US Senate for nearly 50 years. Another is a joke, Joe Kennedy. And the third guy, uh, he's not even worth mentioning. He's a complete fool who can barely talk, but all three are lawyers. That's what they are and they lie, okay? 
They lie, they cheat. They would love to have you, if, if lawyers were doctors, they'd love to have you have cancer. They'd love to have you have more diseases because their model is billing and prolonging suffering and anything they do. If you're in a divorce, God forbid, they wanna prolong the divorce. If you're in some dispute, they wanna prolong it. Why? Because their business model is based on, based on prolong, creating a problem and prolonging it. They bill on that. While engineers, people have to fix problems. If you're a plumber, if you're an electrician, if you're a mom and you have to take care of issues, you gotta solve problems. So when you look at something like garlic, it is a way to solve problems. It's ways to boost the immune system. And it's frankly a big crime that people like Fauci, people like the CDC, the NIH, in this huge opportunity that they've had, I'm the one who's had to do the job and I'll do it, but they have a national platform, national, billions of eyeballs, no discussion on boosting the immune system, vaccines and masks, vaccines and masks, vaccines and masks. So it's clear they're not interested in public health, what they're interested in is control and profit, and you just have to follow the money. Garlic, it's cheap, you can grow it, okay? And it supports your immune system. Let me see if we have any questions here. Um, someone says, I like this guy. Well, I like you too. <laughs> um, vitamin C powder is great, definitely. Shiva for Senate, yep. Someone was singing uh, Viva Las Vegas to Shiva for Senate. We'll have that song coming up soon. Um, uh, yeah, Robert Kennedy's a joke, another freaking liar. Yeah, him and two Democrats are supposed to debate, both lawyers, both scumbags, both hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. Don't waste your time with them. Boycott those two fools, okay? Complete fools. The Kennedy should be put out of business. John Kennedy started the National Vaccine Act. Ted Kennedy, the drunken guy who killed a woman, he prolonged the act by creating the National Vaccine Injury Program and his other foolish uh, nephew or whatever you want to call it, Robert Kennedy can barely speak. Guy was a heroin addict. Uh, he's the one who's supposed to be our savior for forced vaccinations. And then his other nephew is another completely uh, foolish person who supports mandatory vaccination. So you got to get away from the Kennedys, guys. These people are fools. Don't be brainwashed, okay? These people spend all their time banging as many people as they can. You know, they get away with rape, murder, and deceit, okay? We want truth, freedom, and health. So if you want rape, murder, and deceit, keep bringing up these foolish Kennedys, okay? I don't wanna hear about them, and I think my expose of them, the American people don't wanna hear about them. In fact, everyone knows what the Kennedys are really about. They're about taking pictures, they're about getting drunk, they're about killing people, they're about rape, murder, and deceit. Let's throw them in the trash bin of history and move forward. That's what this is about. Where have the Kennedys gotten us? Nowhere, they've gotten us to force vaccinations. That's where they've gotten us. So let's not waste our uh, uh, time on them. Uh, um, Anu says, Julapali says, Monica Belcher, you can go to Shiva for Senate and sign up to become a digital ground volunteer. Yeah, thanks, Anu. So look, everyone needs to understand that we are running one of the most important campaigns in world history. And I say this without exaggeration. There's never been a candidate like me who's one of you ever running. They don't expect people like me um, to ever even run. They expect people like me to fall in line, to be a good Indian or whatever, a good darkie and bow down to them and do their bidding. I haven't done that. My, my loyalty is the working class people. I grew up in New Jersey to where I, the people I came from. And this campaign is bottoms up. So all of you listening out there in closing, unless there's another question, go to Shiva for Senate right now. Everyone go to Shiva for Senate, go there. You can, we have to win in Massachusetts because Massachusetts is the center of the deep state. It really is. This is where all the medical uh, fools are. Okay, I'm sorry, schools. Okay, uh, uh, Freudian slip or Faucian slip, as we want to say it, okay. Um, but uh, this is where all the medical schools are. This is where all the corruption takes place. So we have to win in Massachusetts because the opportunity we have to win in Massachusetts is big because we want to take a very different approach to health and well-being. We want to take a systems approach. We want to recognize that in Massachusetts, you have people like Harbor, uh, uh, Partners in Health, which has gotten the monopoly agreement to do COVID-19 testing. Okay. I mean, sorry, contact tracing. And that was organized in August of 2019. These guys are all criminals. The Kennedy Clinton clan, KKK. They all started out of here at Harvard University, okay? In fact, the Clinton Global Initiatives 
one of their big offices is right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts is the center of all evil. Our winning here with the Shiva for Senate campaign is going to be mind blowing to these people. So all of you, you got to help. Okay. This is not people sit by the sidelines. We have literally 40, 40, 40 days left in this campaign, meaning to win the Republican primary. So all of you from outside of the United States, you got to tell all your friends in America to go to Shiva for Senate. Uh, if they're in Massachusetts, they can vote, they can donate. You got to donate to this campaign. You know, we raised about a million bucks. You know, the opposition's raised 10 million, okay? But those guys are fools. I'm an entrepreneur, I'll stretch that dollar. But when you support the campaign, unlike them, who are just beggars, when you support the campaign, you get the book, System and Revolution, you learn how your, your, everything is a system, and then you get the tool, your body, your system. So those of you outside of the United States, you can go directly to your body, your system. You cannot, it's illegal for you guys to donate to a federal campaign. We'll have to give your money back. But if you want the tool, just go to your body, your system. Those of you in the United States, go to Shiva for Senate, volunteer, support the campaign. The other thing I wanna to mention to everyone is we need places to put up our big signs. We have big a big picture of me, Shiva for Senate. So write to me right now. If you're in Massachusetts or you know someone in Massachusetts it's along a main big highway, our volunteers, we have carpenters and, and construction people, all of who, by the way, are giving their time. No one gets paid. And if you, if you tell us if you have a major road in Massachusetts, we'll come up, put up a big sign. And, and you can email me at V as in Victor A. Jen, maybe you can put that up, vashiva at vashiva.com. Email me right now and we'll get you out of sign. So again, this is a global, national, local movement for truth, freedom, and health. So if you're in Massachusetts, September 1st, September 1st, you've got to vote. Get out there and tell 20 other people to vote. If you're outside of Massachusetts, tell all your friends in Massachusetts, vote, donate to the campaign, volunteer, you, and all of you outside of the United States, tell all your friends in Massachusetts. That's how we're gonna win. There never comes a time in history where you, each individually can have an effect on changing the course of human history. Our winning this campaign for Shiva for Senate is gonna be like a nuclear bomb went off. Look, I think I'm the only candidate ever who's run a campaign teaching you about garlic, teaching you about turmeric, teaching you about ions. No one does that because people keep electing foolish lawyers. This is what you'll get from me for the next six years on a level of a factor of a thousand more. And I'm only gonna do one term. I have no interest in going beyond that. My goal is to create a movement during those six years. So we gotta win this. We must win September one, get everyone out to vote, volunteer, donate money, whatever you can, $1, $2, 50 cents, whatever you can or volunteer or tell your friends. That's also a donation of your time. Anyway, everyone be well, be the light. We must win this fight. Shiva for Senate, truth, freedom, and health. Thank you. Can you end that there? Bye-bye everyone on Instagram.